how you feeling? Work this pussy. Work this pussy. Work this pussy. Work this pussy. Crack those tits. Like, like, get them on. Oh, nice. Oh, oh, God. Crack your tits. They're ready for the weekend. Ready for the weekend. In the words of Mickey Blanco, save your tears, honey. You're a motherfucking diva. (laughs) Can I call you diva? Yes. (laughs) We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing Real Hot Hot Girl Ship. I'm Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Mm, Thank you so much, Claire. Hopefully you've heard the earlier episodes and know what we're about. But let's do a quick recap. As hot girls in training, we are striving to unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Because we're taking it back from the patriarchy as an old gender term. So tell us a little bit about yourself there. Uh, Well, my name's Nadine Coyle. Um, I'm from Lark Hill and Derry. My date of birth is 15th of 6, 85. Making Making me me a a Gemini. Gemini. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Ryan. How are you doing? (laughs) We can't believe we're on episode number 28 already. Look, I was so excited that my hair actually came out during the intro there. (laughs) Not like that. (laughs) Oh, I like girls. No. (laughs) (laughs) We are talking this week on the podcast about a subject that is extremely gay. We are talking astrology. I know, honestly. Yeah, so we're going to get into why the gays love it so much, why it's had a resurgence. And of course, we are going to be character assassinating the different star signs and each other yeah because that's what's all about that's what Geminis are all here for well, anyway. we'll be getting exactly into your big three Connor if you don't know what the big three is I'm going to be breaking that down for you it'll be a little bit of a beginner's guide and um, I'm excited I'm excited <laughs> to tell you a thing or two about yourself from your chart <laughs> I'm excited to believe it unwillingly <laughs> hot or not so Connor Finn what was hot or not for you this week oh me oh my well apart from the scorching weather blistering Storms. Sorry, that was going to a Shrek quote. I'm caught in the last week's episode, but you can get on all stream platforms right now. But what was hot for me this week was I actually had a very wholesome week. Well, weekend, I'll say it like that. Um, I was really recharging my hawker batteries and I very much just kind of coming into um, my, okay, summer is happening, but it was a uh, not without uh, some knots as well. Um, I find myself not in my abundance era yeah. and I thought that it was going to be until the end of the week that um, we would have been getting paid. There was a lot of certain debts that were coming in and then hottest thing in the world could have happened, Claire. You got paid? Got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the, the lights went right back on, honey. The rent was due and I was working that fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's good, isn't it? That couple of days where you're like, I'm rich and then you like pay it all out and you're like, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's happening again. The trick is to pay it all out on fun things like flights and <laughs> cake and then <laughs> That's literally what I paid it out I did rent, cake and fucking sh- um, I was about to say champagne and I was like, wait, I didn't that much so yeah no yeah it's been my hot and not kind of week it was like start off very calm soothing then panic 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 and then went oh no everything's fine what was I talking about I can always make more toast yeah oh my gosh that's another throwback to previous episodes but yeah that's basically what I've been hot and not this week what about you Claire what's been hot and not hot and not for me well I had a lull few days up in Belfast um little bit chaotic um shocking (laughs) well it wasn't necessarily our fault um, just if you were thinking of booking the Titanic apartments on the Lisburn Road, um, they may be so named because they are in fact sinking. And by sinking, I mean subsiding and uh, falling apart and uh, just a little bit structurally not integral. Um, but it was fine. We were only there for a night and we had an absolute ball. Um, we went to uh, see David Holmes and Panda Bear and Sonic Boom in Banana Block, which is a deadly venue mm. um, got a delicious sandwich in the American bar Ooh. and yeah just had a lovely time caught up with pals that live up there and um, got to go not on the Enterprise because it broke down so it was on the like what's it called the normal <laughs> oh, shit train Tr- Translink. the Translink yeah, yeah it was not glam no. um, but we you know we made our own fun and um, so that was fun yeah I hadn't been up to Belfast in ages and it's just that thing of you know when something is right there mm-hmm. you don't go yeah. and my pals that live there they're like come and visit more 
Yeah. You, so, I think yeah. People kind of forget how close it is as well. Yeah. And everyone is so bloody nice. I'm sorry. Like, not to shit on Dublin. Obviously, I'm from Dublin. And I love it. But we're very stressed out. Yeah. Like, I had it. Like, I was down in Cork um, last week. Mm-hmm. Couldn't get over it. Everyone's so relaxed. Oh, go up to Belfast. Everyone's so relaxed. You know? And I think we just need to, like, stop worrying so much about the mold in our apartment and just, like, go outside more. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear and was there any knots of the week Claire there was a knot of the week um, I in had a panties. few pardon <laughs> not in your panties <laughs> <laughs> um, there was um, yeah a couple of knots in the week and they kind of fall under the one umbrella um, I had a few things break so I mm-hmm. had to replace a water pump and then something else broke Ooh. and I have to fix that tomorrow. But anyway, um, yeah, so some kind of technological issues going wrong. I've been feeling a bit tired, a bit disoriented. There's been some delays in communications. Mm-hmm. Astrology gays are nodding along because they know exactly why I'm talking about my nod of the week, Mercury retrograde. What is that, you ask? Well, we're going to get into it. This is definitely not a cult. So, Claire, tell us, what does it mean when Mercury is in retrograde? Well, let me just put on my lab coat and my glasses and put my hair back in with a bun so <gasps> I look She's smart. She's a scientist. No. So, essentially, <laughs> when a planet is in retrograde, the rotation of the planet appears to spin backwards. Okay. Don't ask me any more astrological questions. I am not, in fact, a scientist, (laughs) despite the lab coat, the hair and the bun. You had me fooled. (laughs) (laughs) So when Mercury retrogrades, and it does this more often than the other planets, it does it two to three times a year. Okay. Shit kind of gets messed up. When Mercury is in retrograde, it's communication, okay? Mm-hmm. So um, there'll be issues with not being able to communicate person to person. Yes. Your emails might get misconstrued. What? Um, <laughs> technological mishaps. Feeling tired and disoriented. Not feeling like yourself. You should never sign a legal document during Mercury retrograde, for example. Okay. Yeah. Um, you should never make any big decisions, financial decisions during Mercury retrograde, Okay, so what I'm getting from it, it's basically that time in like the year when things just tend to go a bit tits up um, for many of people and it's like what is going on with the world because everything just isn't falling into the right places things are breaking Mm -hmm. uh, things are breaking down you're missing trains you're tripping over (laughs) maybe having like little fights with people over nothing because of miscommunications Mm. so basically it's one of those times where you just need to like watch your step watch your house don't make any big decisions and watch your mouth as well because um, things can just be kind of misconstrued so you just need to kind of lay low now the issue that we're having from April 21st to May 14th this year is that Mercury is going retrograde in the sign of Taurus. Mm-hmm. Okay? So Taurus is the fixed Earth sign associated with patience, pragmatism, beauty, sensuality and practicality. Ooh. So when all of those things get messed up, obviously the world is going to be in flitters. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it, we just want to chill out as much as possible until the 14th of May is what we're saying. Basically, hold on to your dacks. We're in for a bumper ride. Yes. Essentially, what I'm saying is between now and the 14th of May anything you fuck up you can just blame on Mercury Retrograde just say that you now identify as an astrology gay and just be like sorry Mercury's in Retrograde in Taurus oh, oh not my god fault. oh my oh. god stop and it and you're gonna get a free oh. pass yeah okay <laughs> real hot girl shit so clear <laughs> Sorry, this is Mercury a, retrograde. A, I'm telling you. <laughs> frog my throat. No. Um, so, Claire, what does astrology mean to you? Star signs, kind of like what in general? Do you are you a big believer, or do you just kind of use it for the shits and giggles, kind of fun times? A little bit of both. Okay. So I always, I think for girls growing up, you have like, you know, the star signs in the back of the magazine. And like you read this, you're a star sign and your friends and then maybe Mm -hmm. the person you fancy (laughs) and all these kind of things. And I would have known that there were certain traits associated with certain star signs. Okay. So we would have kind of, you know, like my mom, you know, I think she got, you know, in the... um, Shopping center, you can get all oh, your birth chart mm. printed out in like a little plastic A4 folder. So she got that done for me and my brother at one stage. And I was like, oh, deadly. You know, but wouldn't have taken it like super duper seriously or as gospel. Particularly yeah. when I started working in radio, I had a couple of pals who in college would write the local newspaper star sign columns. Uh-huh. But would just write them. So they'd be like, Leo, oh, this week, this is going to happen to you. Like not basing it on anything. Uh-huh. Just college students doing it as a, you know, a side gig kind uh-huh. of thing. And making stuff up So I knew it wasn't like Super duper serious However 
I think it's the, there's something about uh, I think the gays are very into it. Yes. And with varying degrees, and I'm not disrespecting anybody who takes it super duper seriously. Mm-hmm. I think there is definitely reasons that things like astrology and Chinese years of a particular mm-hmm. animal have been around for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Like I do think there is definitely things in it, and there are definitely certain signs that are so very stereotypical yes. of that sign. Um, that there is definitely something in it, but I think it's something there's something so fun about it and there's something that I think queer women in particular have a real thing about that they'll be like oh yeah sorry if I could just uh, get your uh, date of birth place birth uh, time of birth um, (laughs) for you know just no particular reason it's really fun just to like look at each other's charts and talk about it but even just as a woman in general Mm -hmm. I think there's something very powerful about claiming something back that would have been considered frivolous and silly and mm-hmm. only for women. Yeah. And you would have been seen as like a kind of a an unimportant, like a stupid thing that women were into. And I think there's something really powerful about standing and going, yeah, well, screw you, mister. We are into it and we enjoy it. And uh, we don't care if you think it's silly or not. Yeah, because everybody's sets are flying around with Mercury's and Retrogate. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about you? Would you kind of put much weight behind it? Would you take it seriously at all? Or Yeah, I think we had a similar kind of like introduction into it I mean I always remember Mystic Meg in the back of the newspaper telling everybody what was going to happen to them and you know nonchalantly going back and being like oh okay that's going to happen to me finding each other's signs but never really got introduced to it until in fact Claire I was surrounded by the guests there you go (laughs) yes and one of my dear friends uh, and housemates actually is unequivocally knowledged in just everything about star signs, astronomy. And I think it's, I don't put too much weight on myself because I like to take accountability now for actions and stuff like that. But there is something about when somebody starts explaining, oh, this is why it happens to you. Or this is kind of, when somebody's able to rationalize and then you're going, you're not far off. Or whenever somebody's able to describe someone to a bloody T based yeah. literally just on like, I start saying like demographic like I think that's when I start going okay this is actually quite fun to pair with and then more importantly what star signs pair with other star signs so all about yourself but what that does to other people I adore oh my god it's so good and I think you're dead right so I think the day to day like you know reading your star sign in the paper or whatever there's a chance that that's like there's you know and it's it's, it's kind of like you know you can kind of look at it you can take what you want from it but yeah no in terms of birth charts and also personality time do you know there are so many Virgos. Now, I am a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many Virgos, Virgos that are DJs. It would probably be quicker to name the Irish DJs that weren't Virgos. Shut the fuck up. Swear to God. Really? Yeah. Oh honestly. And it's so funny because you can see them all uh, running around. So like, you know, Connor Behan, mm-hmm. gorgeous DJ who, uh, but you can see him when you go to the drag show in the George, you can just see him like Virgoing around, <laughs> anticipating everyone's needs before it gets there. Everything's organized. He's got 50 million things going at once and he's just bossing the whole situation. And it's like big Virgo energy you know um i'm big virgo cape Brennan harding big virgo trying to think now we've had this conversation and we'll also at festivals we'll all be backstage and it's so funny because there's like you know wigs flying everywhere and blah 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 and you'll just see the people and we'll just do like the virgo nod to be like virgo virgo oh yeah you also brought all of these backup cables that people might need now tell (laughs) me this do you find yourself being then surrounded by similar star signs um, I wouldn't say there are definitely certain certain signs that I get on really well with mm-hmm. and it's funny because you know you kind of get to know you're like oh yeah no I can get that from you um, uh-huh. so I get on really well with Pisces which is not in my like three that I'm supposed to get so it's meant to be Virgo, Taurus, Capricorn get uh-huh. on really well for me Capricorn I, it takes us a while to get to know each other but then we can end up becoming really good friends mm-hmm. uh, some of my best friends are Pisces Okay. Um, get on really well with Leo as well mm-hmm. but then I have Leo in my chart so we're going to get into this okay Um, for for people that are listening going what the hell is going on okay so you know most people when they refer to their star sign Mm -hmm. they're talking about their sun sign but actually what's important is your big three what does that mean I'll tell you it is your sun moon and rising signs so they are the big three okay yes so the sun is your core personality how you move around the world your sense of self that kind of thing the moon sign is your thoughts and how you internally process your emotions okay and then your rising sign which is interesting is the personality you present to the world okay yeah so they're all three so a lot of people will find that they'll identify more with their moon sign 
Okay. Because that's more them as opposed to what other people are what they're being, being presented shown. about us. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, um, so I find that really, really interesting. So you're a big Gemini. You've definitely told us this before. Yeah. Once or twice, no, you've never mentioned us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you uh, do, you feel that you have a lot of Gemini traits. Well, I would like to. Will just, we will we go through the Gemini traits? I think yeah, we should kind of bring them up and kind of like because. This is where I'm kind of going, okay, what are the traits and kind of like, do they find applicable to me or any other Geminis out there? So now, just so you know, I did also pull your full birth chart. Um, I didn't print it out, print it out because, you know, the world is on fire and it was yeah. 23 pages long. Well, um, I mean, in in like a shortness, um, Gemini, uh, no, there's difference apparently as well between Gemini males, females and stuff yeah. like that. So there's obviously a lot of like, you know, how to or... or Heteronormativity. Yeah, a lot, a lot of binary kind of terms using it. But in short, whenever you just research uh, Gemini traits male, this is what comes up. Um, and you tell me what your initial reaction is. Gemini men tend to be very going, almost to a fault. That's in the first sentence. Uh-huh. They're very enthusiastic, which makes them fun to bring around. But they also want to be the centre of attention. So hanging out with them at parties can get old. <laughs> if you really want to get to know them, you should spend time with them one-on-one. First and foremost, I will say I do love a party, tend to go from one thing to another to next. Um, A lot of other people that I would know within the same kind of birthday month as me or whatever dates also seem to go off that same like Firing off shooters all end. Um, enthusiastic, yes. Um, center of attention at parties. After a couple of shots, yeah. I mean, that's undeniable. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I first and foremost, I, I, I find that, yeah. I, I'd say I'd be pretty agreeable with uh, just that as a round, bright trade. Yeah. Very chitty chatty. So like it's flexible, changeable, very curious, uh-huh. kind of want to try everything. Easily bored, if not sufficient, sufficiently mentally stimulated. We crave intellectual conversations and witty yep. banter. Yeah, yep. all mm-hmm. of us. Um, it's not always easy to know what Gemini truly feels at any given moment. So there you go. O- often very impressionable. Yeah. I'm also, we're also apparently indecisive, impulsive, unreliable and nosy. Now, I'm quite reni- reliable. I'm nosy to an extent. Um, indecisive, better and impulsive. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just looking for your moon here because... Oh, I can show you. <laughs> Connor, I've told you before I love you, but not like that. <laughs> But I mean, first and foremost, reading it as a sign, if it was just thrown up on the wall to me, I would say, yeah, like, I mean, most of those are pretty, like, bang on. But I mean, not dissimilar to, like, most of my friends I'd hang out with. But I, like, I'm not sure because I feel like when I read your chart, I was like, yep, yep, yep. Oh, that's very him. Oh, you know, like, uh-huh. even the, you know, very kind of blah, 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 blah. But then once you get to know you, you're like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, you can be very like, oh, yeah, I just want to keep things light. But when you get to know you, you're like very willing to, you know, have the deep and meaningfuls. So the moon sign, which would be um, your thoughts and how you internally process emotions. Okay. Okay. So see, see if this, okay. So your moon is in Aries. Oh, interesting. Okay. So have a listen to this. Please. Nothing quite happens soon enough with this position of the moon. There's an inherent impatience with getting what they want. Life is a series of emergency for lunar Aryans. They live in the moment and have a hard time waiting for things to happen. Whims of the moment take absolute precedence in their lives. Does that ring true? I think it used to. I'm not quite sure if it's still relevant now. Okay, so there's actually, I know we said we were going to keep this top line, but there's also, there's an evolved sign and an unevolved sign. And this is where, no, this is where astrology can be useful in a way. Because if you're told you, these are traits of your character, Mm -hmm. if you don't like that, Mm -hmm. you can work on it and change. You know, so an unevolved Virgo, for example, nitpicky, critical, Mm -hmm. doesn't get, doesn't have patience for people. You can work on things that are negatives and Mm -hmm. you can, you know, moon and Aries people possess inner passion and fire. Emotional issues take precedence. There's simply no pussyfooting around when dealing with the feelings. Oddly enough, this is a very defensive position of the moon. These natives take things very personally and they deal with problems by facing them immediately so they can get on with other things. That's true. That's true. (laughs) But it's good. I think that's a a really good positive thing. You don't stew on stuff. You say it right away and then like move on. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. And, 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 <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. Lunar oh. Aryans have an unmistakable independent streak. Okay. They put themselves right out there in the world and make an impression of whatever they do. Their self-confidence, though, is variable. Although a strong personality is projected, Moon and Aries people go through plenty of ups and downs. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, oh, Moon and Aries people are prone to having plenty of crushes and other short-lived lived yet intense desires. Oh, Needs up. and wants are indistinguishable to Lunar Aryans at any given time. In their mind, what they want is so powerful that it becomes an absolute need. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, this is this is starting to get a little bit more interesting now. But am, I, yeah. am, I, am, I, am I poking at something here? Um, others will appreciate the people that people with Moon and Aries rarely sulk or play drawn out games of manipulation you pretty much know what they want at any given time they're generally ruled by their own emotional needs and they're not always as concerned about others needs during these emergencies ding 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 huge winner yeah yeah okay okay so here you go and then your rising sign so sorry that's going to be down the bottom blushing yeah, but it's not bad stuff. Being read for filth over here. <laughs> being read for filth. Sorry now. Okay, this okay. is 23 pages long and I can't find no. your sentence. Yeah. Have you been read for enough filth for I one day? I think that's pretty much. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Claire, um, I mean, as is a way with star signs, everybody has one. And you being a little Virgo, do you want to hear what your top line is? Absolutely. Yeah, well. You're... Now, is this my son top sign? This is this just. Is me being a Virgo. Because, this is yeah, in general. So, okay, cool. This is in Go your on. general. Funny that you it's it's a they're known for being perfectionist and independent. A Virgo speaks their mind and it's reliable. They're therefore gentle, loyal and caring, seldom fiery and aggressive in temperament. Um, they're basically the ultimate combination of beauty and brains. I mean, I'm not going to argue with any of that, am I? I mean, no, but would we like to hear some of the not-so-good <laughs> traits of a Virgo of on the other side? Um... With um obviously being beauty and brains and decisiveness all encompassed, um, they often then become potential challenges for Virgos are obsessiveness, self-critique, and obviously with perfectionism is a bit of a balancing scale over there at the mm-hmm. same time. What do you think of that first and foremost? Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm awful awful self-critic. I mm-hmm. would never speak to anybody else, even if I despise them the way I speak to myself sometimes. But I'm aware of it and I'm trying to work on it. Exactly. Yeah. And I suppose even just in general life, um, they... Uh, they can be workaholics, uh, possibly high standards, hard to reason with, never imp- improvised tactics, anger too tense, a fashion. Anyway, let's get into whatever else. <laughs> but enough for me. Let me tell you, tell me about more about Virgo. Okay, so I'll go through this 23 page. Uh, by the way, if anybody wants to, you can do this for free. Just go on, it's cafeastrology.com. You'll need to know your date of birth, time of birth, place of birth is helpful. That can give you your mm-hmm. ascendant, but you don't have to. Okay, so I have my big three are Virgo, Libra, Virgo. Okay. Okay. So you said decisiveness there. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's why I text you to make big life decisions for me and small ones because you're good at it and I'm terrible. That's the Libra moon. Okay. So if you have sun in Virgo, okay. So it says here, it's rare to find the stereotypical nitpicky mm-hmm. clean freak in modern day Virgos. You are aware of this. You've seen my car. <laughs> Correct, Claire. Correct. Okay, yes. so Virgo people, they you tell me what what you think of this now. Yes. Generally respectable, hardworking individuals with Very. a love of knowledge and know-how. Virgo Silbril, the virgin, lol, shows itself <laughs> in the life of Virgos through a love of all that is natural and a certain purity of spirit that keeps Virgos self-sufficient and self-contained, at least on the surface. Virgos are sensitive to their, to their surroundings and tend to embarrass easily. They are generally reticent when faced with anything or anyone new. However, once they feel comfortable, they can talk up a storm. (laughs) Well, let's talk about whenever we first met each other. (laughs) You thought I was mean. (laughs) You thought I was a dickhead. (laughs) I didn't say dickhead. I said loud and annoying. (laughs) Point and case, yes. So many Virgo sons are uncomfortable in the limelight. These types are just fine living in the background as long as they feel useful and appreciated. Solar Virgos have a strong sense of responsibility. Even when they've convinced themselves to be irresponsible about something or the other, they worry about it. This is my theory on why so many DJs are Virgos. Mm-hmm. Because you're not exactly in the limelight, but you're still 
controlling everything. <laughs> no, but you're you're still, you know, you're pulling the strings and you yeah. know you're getting the credit for it, but you're not getting fully mm-hmm. stared at. Now, on the like not breaking the rules things, I'm going to tell you a little story about Primavera Barcelona. Okay. Last year where two little Virgos, myself and Andrew, mm-hmm. um we're standing outside the boiler room, queuing to get in, and we realized that everybody was just essentially hopping the fence, and the security guards, in quotations, who were not trained mm-hmm. at all, were doing making a, absolute bags of it, essentially. Yes. And so we saw someone climb up, and they went, guys, there's loads of room here. Like, there's hardly anyone here. There's more room up here than there is downstairs. And I turned to Andrew and said, Andrew... I think we should climb that fence. And he's like, no, it's very tall. And I was like, come on, Andrew, Virgo to Virgo. We never break the rules. And he looked at me and he went, okay. And the two of us climbed up this, like, I don't know, maybe like a 10 foot wall, okay. whatever. Like people were giving us a boost up and then like kind of pulling you over on the other side. And we were like, oh my God, we're such rule breakers. <laughs> Whereas I feel like you wouldn't have thought twice. You just have been like over there being like, and? Yeah, hold my drink, yeah, please. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, so Virgo with Ascendant Virgo, double Virgo for the most part, you are who you appear to be. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a pretty open book. Even if you're quiet, people notice you. You have a strong personal presence. I don't know about that. Um, you identify strongly to the image you present to others. You make an impression on others. You have presence and you know it. You are self-conscious, although you may prefer to project a strong image. <laughs> Not you, literally in a glittery ball guy. <laughs> <laughs> You feel at your best when you make a mark on the world, but avoid obsessing over what others think of you. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Self-motivated, a complete fireball, forceful personality and strong will, unforgettable and very noticeable. I don't know if I don't... I feel like I'm more of a, like, hangbacker. Claire, when... (laughs) Okay, I think this is quite funny because there's not a single person who doesn't turn her head whenever Claire walks into the office based on said outfits or just like a... Oh hi, kids! Like it's it's like a, oh I just like to keep myself dressed and head to toe, boots the house down, like hair, like literally even you like oh yeah I'm just showing out to Lidl, leopard print fluff on top, <laughs> ball going on bottom with boots the house down, like oh what you mean yeah I just like a little thing. That's actually so funny because I genuinely think I'm like a hanger backer, but I'm kind of blending into the background. Is that not true? <laughs> Is that yeah, not true? well, it's not subtle. Okay, okay, okay. And then, okay, so people with their moon in Libra, friendly, warm, tasteful, tactful, and balanced, feel safe and secure when they're in a partnership. They always seem to want someone to tag along with them wherever they go, even if it's to the corner shop. And um, they find strength and reinforcement in and through others. I don't know about that. Now, just say you strongly need companionship. Um, they feel incomplete without someone to share their lives with. Um, now, I like you. Okay, this is really interesting because in the moon part, I was like, ah, I don't think so. I don't think so. And it got to the second paragraph. Listen to this. Because I would have been like, not anymore. <clears throat> this is why many people with this moon get involved in marriages or living together arrangements quite young because this drive for harmony, peace and sharing is so powerful. Lunar Librans are apt to do a lot of conceding. Uh-huh. They are sympathetic and concerned for others. Uh-huh. Uh, enjoy socializing, revel in a good debate. Mental rapport with others is critical to them. Yeah. Also, Moon and Libra natives can't help but see flaws in their environment and relationships. In fact, anything out of whack will bother them until it's fixed. Did I not just move to the other side of the row of desks in the office because I didn't like the overhead lighting and the noise? But again, I mean, these are traits and things that like... Like, first and foremost, yes, I think in terms of star signs astrology, we probably do pick up on a good law of the ones. Like, they're quite on the money with us. Yeah. But I'm always concerned by people that, like, take on to them the kind of, like, as soon as they hear the kind of traits that they're like, this will be my whole personality now. I know, but that's somebody that, like, is just, a, like, an unevolved person who mm-hmm. needs to... Have, make something their personality kind of the way people make craft beer their personality or coffee and yes Podcast. I'm talking about men <laughs> um, no but I think it's you know you can take every, like always take all of these things with a pinch of salt but I think we've both seen there there's a lot that we can go oh yeah like that's pretty specific stuff that yeah. like 
is kind of my thing, yeah. whether I like it or not, you know? Hot girls coming through. Well, now, I think me and you have been talking so much about us, Claire. I'm sure the listeners out there would love to hear something a little bit about them. Will we do a top line, um, I was going to say roast, yeah, a roast of each, <laughs> um, the kind of the stereotypical traits of each star sign in the, uh, I was going to say the galaxy, but in the year, I suppose. Yes, absolutely. I've got a full list in front of me. Would you like to hear yes. them? Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you a sign give you traits and you're going to give me first impressions on who you think of oh the b-reel just went off ah we'll save it for later leave it be so first and foremost comes up in the chart is Aries it says March 21st to April 19th this is not an order by the way it's just chucked in Aries first Aries are the first sign of the zodiac they love to be number one naturally this dynamic fire sign is no stranger to competition bold ambitious they drive head first into even the most challenging situations and make sure they always come out on top. Do you know any Aries in your life, Claire? I only know one and she is a real go-getter uh-huh. and she kind of has a tendency. We were only talking about this actually the other day and she's like, oh yeah, no, like I'll get, I will get my way. Uh-huh. There's no two ways about it. But she's so charming that like I think everyone just goes, okay, no problem. Well, ding, ding, ding. There we go. Yeah. It's right on the money. Following Aries, guess where that come, brings us into Taurus season. Oh. My mum. My mum is also a Taurus. Oh my god. Okay. Does your mum love her comforts? Yeah, oh, Heather is such a cozy gal. Like yeah. she loves her tea. But this sign is more likely to take a take a six hour bath, followed by a luxurious Swedish massage and decadent dessert spread. Um they are Basically, just the earth sign represented by the bull. Celestial spirit animal Taurians enjoy relaxing, serene, bulcolic. I don't know what this word is. Environments surrounded by soft signs, soothing aromas, yeah. and succulent flavors. Oh, like my mom's Tutti. nickname is Card and Present because any like any occasion to celebrate, she will be there. Like with a well done, you here's a card and a present. <laughs> like it's cute. Like she loves giving people presents. She loves treating herself. Mm. And she loves like cozy blankets yes. and just yeah, all that kind of stuff. To the point of my mom has now, and this is topical debate. Our entire house including bathrooms carpeted because except for like the kitchen I'm pretty sure is the only place that we have towel mm-hmm. because she's like very aware of like oh, well whenever you're going to the toilet at night you don't want to be like stepping on anything cold you want to be comfy like very much sensory aware yeah. she only like likes having the kind of lights on dimmed um, but then of course loves having like oh a nice smell to the place something a bit gorgeous delightful oh. yeah and of course, then brings us into Gemini. We've done enough with that. We know it's all about Gemini's. But if you're from the 21st of May to the 20th of June, you're in Gemini season. So you know all of that. We are adorable. We're fun. We're chaotic. We love each other. Um, also, we're one of the most hated star signs, apparently. Well, actually, Connor, for good reason. There are four worst signs and um, two of them are Gemini and Virgo. I'll tell you the other two and I'll tell you why in a minute. But first, Oh my God, who can it tease? Wow. Next up on it comes into Cancer. Now, my friend who I thought was a Gemini, but I couldn't relate for, for ages. Turns out, secret Cancer all along. Well, who would have thought? June 21st to July 22nd, represented by the crab. Cancer seems to be between the sea and shore, representing Cancer's ability to exist in both emotionally and material realms. They're highly intuitive and their psychic abilities manifest in tangible spaces. Not sure what that means, but just like the hard-shelled crustaceans, this water sign is willing to do whatever it takes to protect itself emotionally. Um, in order to get to know the sign, you're going to need to establish trust. Yeah, that's, I don't know many cancers personally, but that's the kind of trope, isn't it? That they're, they're very emotional, very empathetic, all this kind of crack. Oh, uh, this is a big shout out. Kiva Baxter, Reggie wrote you, you're a cancer to the T. I can't believe you've been trying to come across as a coy little Gemini for years. Um, I live so much for it. Now, Leo also comes up on one of our most hated, but... No, no, I bloody love a good Leo. <laughs> love a good Leo. Well, Leos um are rightly to be loved for because they've got lots of good traits. From July 23rd to August 22nd, roll out the red carpet. Leo has arrived, passionate, loyal, and infamously dramatic. Leo is represented by the lion and spirited fire signs are the king and queens of celestial jungle. They're delighted to embrace their royal status, vivacious, theatrical, 
and fiery. Leos love to bask in the spotlight and celebrate well themselves. <laughs> celebrate themselves, but also I'm just going to say shout out to my Leo girls. Out of all of the star signs, Leos are the biggest show offs. However, if you get in there, it's kind of like Gemini's cracking that nut, getting through uh-huh. the superfluous, what's the words? Uh, super superficial oh, the superficial top layer yes. there is a little diamond in there and Leos are the same and if you think that a Leo is trying to snub you or like be a little bit standoffish no they're just a little bit insecure and once you get to know them they are not big scary stinky lines they're little pussycats and, yeah Leo's rule oh my god well on to next your favourite season it's Virgos Virgo August 23rd to September 22nd you know the expression if you want something done give it to a busy person well that definitely is a Virgo anthem we obviously know all the traits logical practical systematic and I mean god they're just one of the best podcasters we I hold know. up the sky I don't know if it's an official saying but it should be <laughs> now here comes um, a one that many people have heard of Claire if you're born between September 22nd and October 22nd, sorry, September 23rd, October 22nd, Libra. Uh, this one is balance, harmony and justice. That basically, that's their whole traits and manners. As a cardinal air sign, they're represented by scales. Interestingly, the only inanimate object of the zodiac an associate that, re- that reflects Libra's fixation on establishing equilibrium. Now, my they can't sister, make up their minds. Yes, basically. I know because I have a Libra moon. <laughs> They're obsessed with symmetry and strive to create equilibrium in all areas of life, uh, especially when it comes to matters of the heart. My sister, God lover, is Libra to the core. She um, is very much trying to juggle a lot of kind of different things, like obviously trying to balance out that harmony, whatever. But if somebody crosses them, dead weight they are gone like it'll take a lot to break their trust but like they're grudge holders as well thing? they're grudge oh, holders if yeah. You, yeah if you're dead if to you me you're dead to me never, yeah, yeah they'll never let it go it'll okay. never pass out the sky yeah if you know a Libra out there let us know if that sounds about right Connor my phone wasn't charging fucking Mercury retrogrades oh my I know. god anyway Continue. <laughs> well, we're almost through to the very end. Scorpio, October 23rd, November 21st. Elusive, mysterious. They're one of the most misunderstood signs of the Zodiac. Do you know many Zodiac Scorpios? Yeah, well, I b- used to. And <laughs> we, we got on very well until we didn't. Okay. Well, maybe this will explain it. Um, the their water sign that uses emotional energy as fuel, cultivating powerful wisdom through both physical and unseen realms. So basically, um, Scorpio derives its extraordinary courage from its psychic abilities, which is what makes this sign one of the most complicated dynamic signs of the Zodiac. There's not too much in there actually about them, but I have a feeling that a lot of people don't mix well with the Scorpio sign. Yeah, yeah, I know. They, they, they have a bit of a they have a bit of a bad reputation. Um, I don't know, like I don't hang out with that many Scorpios. Yeah, I don't think I know that many Scorpios. I think it's almost like there's groups that go well together Mm. and all hang out together. So I feel like the Scorpios and the Sagittarians are hanging out over there, maybe Mm. bullying the Cancer (laughs) while we're over here, like Pisces, Leo, Gemini, Virgo, just like hanging out, you know? Yeah, I mean, and which kind of brings us on to, funny enough, you said Sagittarius. Uh, the <laughs> the man in my life, coincidentally, Sagittarius. November 22nd, December 21st. Oh, the place Sagittarius goes. Well, he's currently in Vietnam. But actually, this fire sign knows no bounds, represented by the archer. They're always on a quest for knowledge. The last fire sign of the Zodiac launches its many pursuits like blazing arrows, chasing after geographical uh, intellectual and spiritual adventures. Sounds about fucking right. Sounds about right, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, dead right. Okay, so then it goes on to Capricorn. We've and got then... Capricorn, Aquarius and Pisces are my last ones. Okay, cool. Would you like to go for them? Are, is, are you, your mouth is tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's on holiday. <laughs> so Capricorn is represented by the sea goat. I thought that was just a, a normal Goat? goat? <laughs> Good knowledge, never knew. Um, this kind of says, what is the most valuable resource for Capricorn? The answer is clearly time. Uh, climbing the mountain straight to the top and knows that patience, perseverance and dedication is the only way to scale. What do you Yeah, there's not much in well. that. So that's December 22nd to January 19th. For Capricorns, I think they're very much like, they're like that on a mission. Mm. They're ready to like, they're doing something and they're going to get it done whether yeah. you like it or not. But once you get to know them, like Capricorns, they're the most loyal, mm. wonderful friends, like deep conversations, like just really, really good people. 
Yeah. But you have to get in. Then once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Um, Aquarius. Aquarius is actually the last air sign of the zodiac. That's Ooh. January 20th to February 18th. Innovative, progressive, and shamelessly revolutionary. Aquarius is represented by the water bearer, the mystic healer who disposes. Disp- Jesus bestows water or life on the lands. It's the most humanitarian astrological sign, and at the end of the day, Aquarius is dedicated to making the world a better place. Interesting. Yeah. I have thoughts and feelings. Go. <laughs> Don't think that's true. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I've siblings scattered over. My Aquarius brother is not like that. He's very much Leo. And for some reason, yeah. Give it's... me his time of birth, date of birth, and full uh, everything, <laughs> and then we will discuss. Because I bet you've got something else in his chart. That's, Ooh, yeah. Oh my God. There so, you go. <laughs> something in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> and then we come on to Pisces, February 19th and March 20th. If you looked up the word psychic in the dictionary, this would definitely be a picture of a Pisces next to it. I mean, that's literally <laughs> untrue, but go off. <laughs> Allure.com. <laughs> Pisces is the most intuitive, sensitive, and empathetic sign of the entire zodiac and that's because it's the last of the last as the final sign Pisces has absorbed every lesson the joys and the pain the hopes and the fears learned by all of the other signs do you um, know any Pisces I bloody do and I'll get into that in a second it's symbolized by two fish swimming in opposite directions representing the constant division of Pisces attention between fantasy and reality oh now, for me, like I would say, like two of my very good friends are Pisces. Uh, one of which is vehemently against all things horoscopes, thinks it's nonsense. Hi, Ruth. Um, <laughs> so sometimes to annoy, I'll be like, "You're being very Pisces right now." She's like, "Oh, I'm bloody nuts." Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Pisces, very, very empathetic, uh, real daydreamers, like off in a kind of a fantasy world all the time. But the kindest most generous most empathetic most will bend over backwards do anything for Mm. a friend sometimes will do anything for a stranger Mm. not like that but just (laughs) extremely kind and lovely giving people Mm -hmm. and um, just out and out sweethearts Uh, one of my favourite signs I think do you have something I get on best with with Gemini Leo and Pisces and Uh, other Virgos of course obviously that's the that's the best uh, the best combination (laughs) I seem to surround myself with a lot of air signs similar to Gemini's so I'd have Gemini's around me I would of course love a Taurus God yeah mom yeah you do like you yeah boo um, but Libra as well funny enough I tend to pop off quite well with a sister Libra mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then of course Virgos yeah they're kind of you saw well. me giving you a dag- dagger there no <laughs> Gemini me. <laughs> but yeah but it is quite funny now that I mean if people are possibly listening they're thinking this is a bit of us this isn't a bit of us we're not sure about it well it doesn't really matter because we're two of the worst ones and we're telling you what we think of everybody else maybe we should explain why we're maybe within the the ruffians Connor when you think of the worst type of person on this planet and I'm not talking about someone who wears pastels (laughs) like just think of like some of the worst people walking this earth right what would it bring to mind like like oh, like a murderer. What's like, worse than a murderer? Um, like a serial murderer. Yeah, there you go. Oh, do you know who uh, likes to serially murderize people? Um, people with star signs. A zodiac killer. Ooh, I don't know. Would you believe there are four star signs? Okay. That appear to be far more likely than Gen Pop to become a serial killer. <gasps> oh, yeah, there are four star signs basically that make up the most serial killers. Okay. Now, we'll go into a little bit of the nitty gritty, but mm-hmm. we already t- told everyone essentially that it's Gemini and Virgo or two of the two. Do you want yeah. to guess the other two? I am going to say Scorpio. Nope. No. Ooh. Um, Libra. Nope. Oh. They wouldn't be able to decide where to bury the body. <laughs> Come on. Oh, Taurus. No, they're too cozy to go outside and dig a hole. Oh, no. Um, Pisces? Yes. Oh, okay. Pisces and I'm going to guess like Saj. Yes. <gasps> Fuck off. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Get into it. So if you, me and uh, your mister, if anyone ever wronged any of the three of us, we can all team up and hide the butt. No, I won't be joking, obviously. Okay. So, yeah, the four most common serial killer star signs are Pisces, Sagittarius, Gemini and Virgo. Okay. Now, let's get into it. While all four signs have connection to some of history's most famous killers, it seems one Zodiac has risen up above the rest to be the most deadly oh my god Virgo is theorized to be the deadliest sign 
followed by Gemini. <laughs> the third is Pisces. And then Sagittarius is the fourth most dangerous sign. Okay, so Virgo showed up the most. <laughs> Think of this as the reason how they get to reoffend. Okay? okay, their crime scenes are immaculate and they're perfectionists, so no stone is left unturned. That's so think so of fair. like a crime of passion, which might be like a one-off. No serial uh-huh. killers, methodical pre-planning, mm-hmm. ringing any bells here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Gemini is the most frequent. <laughs> Okay, because what do we say are your needs and wants? There's no distinction if you want something. Everybody else can fuck off, essentially. You're going to get it. Pisces, let things build up and then explode. Yeah, that does Mm -hmm. sound like a good bit of Pisces now. Yeah, so Sagittarius is the most surprising, it says here, but they are impulsive and chaotic. Mm -hmm. So if you were to mix that with some mental health issues, um, you know, that could be maybe why. This person also said, this is an astrologist who was interviewed about this, also said the most surprising thing about this list is that Scorpio is not on it. (laughs) (laughs) The Zodiac Killer was a Scorpio, the foremost kind of prolific. So uh, Notorious, I'm not going to name these awful, essentially all men because they get too much attention on podcasts already. (laughs) Well, Jesus, God. Claire, do you know what that means? This podcast just got a home a lot more deadly. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely not a cult. So what have we learned from this, Connor? Well, we learned that uh, you're a perfectionist. I'm a party girl. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, we've learned, I think, hot girls obviously all have unique traits, thoughts, passions and queries. Get it? Uh, But yeah, I think we learned that different people sometimes assimilate with different kind of things. And there's always light, dark, lots of different shades, almost a rainbow of... um, traits that uh, we can all assign to ourselves maybe that's why the the guys love them so much it is and also as i said at the top of the pod i think there's great power in taking back something Mm. that you've been told is silly and unworthy and making it a little bit of a part of your personality if you want to be an astrology gay be an astrology gay um but also i mean i I don't really do you know any gays who aren't a little bit interested in astrology no we all of course want to know all about ourselves it's so Fun. Um, but yeah, listen, that website, like I said, it's Cafe Astrology. You just put in your bits and bobs. It will give you, do not print it out because, you know, the Amazon is burning. But you can have it as a little PDF, save it and go through. It's just a nice little bit of reflection. You can see things that you might identify with, that you might not identify with. Um, and things that girls. will make sense, you know, and kind of make you understand yourself a little bit better. Because hot girls want to know ourselves, you know. Exactly. We're all hot girls in training. Pew! Now, I don't want to put the shits up anybody about Mercury retrograde, okay? <laughs> okay. Because I know it's like obviously not great. Um, <laughs> the shits up. <laughs> but if you never heard that before, How often I shit down, not up. <laughs> that's why it's so like it would be so unsettling to see if you put the shits up. <laughs> Have you never heard this? <laughs> Is that a Dublin thing? Well, I'm not shit up anyone. <laughs> to like freak them out oh, and like give them yeah, a scare yeah, yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. prior <laughs> dogging back up inside yeah yeah I get you yeah. no <laughs> it's an expression <laughs> oh my god I'm so glad I haven't done my eyeliner yet <laughs> cry laughing what I was gonna say is if I put the shits up you or if you're from our man you don't know what that means if I freaked you out or scared you a little bit I want to tell you that there are some positives to Mercury retrograde Ooh. it can be seen as a period of transformation creating opportunities to improve finances usher in good fortune devote some time to self-reflection and just kind of chill your beans a little bit don't be relying on your technology as much just have a little bit of a downtime and chill and uh, you'll come out the other side you know <laughs> brand new ready to get into a hot girl summer that's real hot girl shit yeah. so Connor Finn what was your homework last weekend and did you achieve it week even Yes, well, I only had one bit of homework last week and it was joined Claire. Yes. It was to buy our goddamn flights. And did you do it? We did it! Yes, we did it! Thank <laughs> fuck. We both you, did our homework. You on translate on the way up, me busy and around in my little room and we still managed to 
piss around enough but um, after a bit of a phone call we booked our flights we're going to Porto Primavera Porto see us oh soon God, baby I'm so excited yes. yes so we did our homework okay so I think we can move straight on to so Connor Finn what is one thing you're going to do this week to embody yaddy yaddy the hot girl energy well Clara speaking of all star signs and loving ourselves and our traits and qualities outside this week I'm going to embody yaddy yaddy the Gemini energy and accept my fate as being the most fun person in the room always Okay, and how does that differ from uh, the rest of your life up to this point? Um, it just, on apology, um, I, I think it's really just... Uh works in with the hot girl energy where I'm just unapologetically being myself and love myself actually Claire okay yeah alright I mean that's a complete cop out but I'll allow it <laughs> oh my god okay well what's one you're thing like, that... okay Virgo <laughs> <laughs> well Virgo what's, thing, what's one thing that you're going to do this week to embody Audi Audi the hot girl energy funnily enough Connor Finn it's actually also a horoscope related oh I'm going to embrace Taurus season and I'm going to slow the fuck down oh good now as a double Virgo slow the fuck down means um, I'm going to paint my bedroom change the uh, gulper in the shower tray I'm going to uh, service the engine before going on a big trip next week I've got a book that I want to finish and um, I think that's it actually that'll probably be enough yeah Yeah. somebody literally needs to take the wheels off your car put it on like cinder blocks just so that you don't go running off into the sunset summer crazy yeah no I'm going to but no I, I, I suppose you know what I, if I'm saying embracing Taurus there's like little things around the house that I want to do like you know painting the entire thing and servicing the engine yeah Her. and you're going to be hot while you're doing it of course <laughs> well my girls gays and theys mm-hmm. beautiful rides we would love to hear your thoughts on this episode did you enjoy your little bit of character assassination that we read out on your sign do you identify with mm-hmm. your sign much I was going to say do, could you have guessed our signs but we literally talk about them all, all the, the time, time. <laughs> so even a casual <laughs> listener would know that they've got a Gemini and a Virgo on their hands <laughs> but listen right thank you so much as always for listening we love you so much oh love you so much and if you want to love us back you know what you can do you can smash that subscribe button give us a five star review you can even go and give us a big old follow send on those notifications we are on all streaming platforms as you already know from listening and you can also find us on Instagram at Real Hot Girl Pod and you can get us on TikTok at Real Hot Girl Pod because I started uploading shit again yay I know okay it's absolutely roasting and I think that we should reward ourselves as it is tourist season with a nice cold refreshing glass of rosé what do you have to say about that? We. Oui. <laughs> Till next time, stay, stay hot, hot girls. girls. And remember, keep watching this. <laughs> <laughs>